Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. I do want to welcome our online viewers, those that are watching online and those that are you listening via the podcast. It's great to have you. Hope coming and put your hands together for those that are listening and tuning in this morning. It's great to have you with us. We say it every week and I'll say it again. If you're ever in the Charlotte area, go ahead and stop by. We'll make you feel right at home. Won't we hope covenant church? Let's pray again, and I want to ask the Lord again to open our hearts as the message title is, What Has Your Heart? Father, I thank you, Lord. Speak through me this morning, not my words, but your words. Let this be an anointed message that comes from you, straight from your heart to ours. And Lord, we want to gain your heart. We want to gain your desires. We want to know what your desires are and ask you to speak to us about them in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, as we dig into part one of this this morning, that you would convict us and provoke us with exactly what and when you want us to do exactly what you've ordained us to do in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, we just shout amen. Amen. Yesterday, yesterday, it was actually last week, I gave an introduction to this message. We just kind of canned the plan and did a spirit-led message last week. And I believe the Lord told me to hold us to this week. And then today while we were worshiping, the Lord told me this is a two-part message. And so I'm not going to finish this and get through all of this. I don't want to rush this because what I'm about to talk to you about, I'm going to level with you as your pastor. I'm going to have a heart to heart and I'm asking you to trust me this morning or that we would build trust this morning in this conversation as we dig into some sensitive subjects. The call that's on my life is that I am called to really dig into some tough subjects that are in the Bible, not just preach the inspirational stuff, but the really challenging stuff that would convict our hearts. I want to speak to you prophetically this morning and say that I'm, I'm, I'm really sensing that some of you are challenged with life and that you're tired and you're exhausted and you're weary with things that are coming at you. And if you are in that place, I have a maybe not so encouraging, but encouraging at the same time word for you. If you're seeking God for easy street, I don't believe you're going to get that. If you're seeking God for reliance and dependence on him, that's where you get the supernatural strength and the peace. I believe you will get that. When you decide that you're going to walk as, as Jesus is my Lord, he is in charge, he go ahead and he will dictate and I will obey, the minute you do that, you've decided you're not going to take easy street. And everything will come at you and try to discourage you when you decide that. When you make a decision that you're going to step out and walk by faith, how many of you know the enemy's right there with all the whispers and lies to try to to taunt and haunt you and tell you you'll never make it. You'll never succeed. I was listening to someone who was saying this week to me that they are saying that there's going to be food shortages. They are saying that we may be going into a recession. They are saying... And I thought to myself, 
I want to rebuke the spirit of they that would cause fear. Because I am not walking by sight. I am walking by faith. And I don't care what they say. I don't serve they. I serve the spirit of the living God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Who, by the way, is in charge of they. So I refuse to walk by a spirit of they said. I don't want to hear the words they said. Because they said creates a spirit of fear. And God has not caused us to have a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a? Sound mind. A sound mind means a mind that is not controlled by fear. But the minute you decide and make the decision, I'm going to step out by faith, fear will attempt to plague you. See, the minute I decided to go ahead and talk about obedience and we're going to dig into finances this week and next week and, and dig into the subject of obedience and uncover some things and some, some things that we've even walked through as churches. And listen, don't not come back next week because you're afraid I'm going to talk about this subject because I promise you that if you listen to the entire series, you're going to be encouraged and not discouraged. You're not going to feel condemnation. You may feel conviction, though. And for that matter, if Hope Covenant Church is your church and you don't want to feel the conviction of Holy Spirit, don't come. Pick another church because I am not a seeker pastor who will just preach the things you want to hear. I'll preach the things that we need to hear to know the truth that sets us free ultimately when we choose obedience. I want you to walk in freedom that you could possess all that God has for you, which means you're going to have to address the things that would keep you from the very opening of heaven that would release the freedom that would take you beyond where you could go on your own. Man, there's power in that. Because I'll tell you what this year is, 2022. It's getting, it's all about territory and getting to the places that only God can take you if you're willing to go through the difficult. You go, well, that's not the word I wanted. Well, that's the word you're getting because that's the word of the Lord. You know, part, is a, part of being a parent is when your kid goes to walk in the middle of the road and there's a car coming and you grab them and go, you hurt my feelings. Well, get over it. You are about to get hit by a car. I'm not worried about your feelings. And I feel like what the Lord is saying right now, as he's parenting us in this moment, in this day that we're living in is don't walk in front of that car that's coming. And so there's a warning that's coming from heaven. And we go, well, you hurt my feelings. God's going, I'm not worried about how you feel. You need to be concerned about how I feel. See, we want God to go ahead and meet us in our desires. But what about the desires of the Lord? Are we pursuing the desires of God or are we just pursuing our own desires? You go, why are you shouting at me? Why are you yelling at me? Why are you all, pastor, what's up with you this morning? What was in your Wheaties? Let me tell you what the Lord was telling me this morning, that there's a life-saving message that if I don't preach, I will stand before the Lord face to face and he will say, mm, no, that wasn't well done. Nah, nah, you chose the, the minute cook microwave meal with the cellophane on top that's tasteless. That's what you chose. And I wanted to marinate this church in some things and some ways of obedience. Uh, somebody texted me this week, Pastor, I'm struggling with da-da-da-da-da, I need you to pray for me. And I texted them back and said, I'm not going to pray for you until you make a decision you're going to be obedient. And I'll make a prayer to the Lord that you would get to a place of desperation for God, that you want God more than your convenience, and that then he would open up doors. 
But how many of you know there's a clause with God? He opens up doors when we are obedient. Which is why if you're sitting in this church and you're not tithing 10% of your income, you are not being obedient. And we're going to get into that. But I want to encourage you with this. I don't want you to feel beat over the head. I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to manipulate you because that's demonic. That's witchcraft. I don't manipulate. I encourage and I provoke. That's the anointing on my life. We don't do witchcraft at this church. We don't twist arms. And I refuse to flirt with a spirit of greed. If you're greedy, deal with that before the Lord. I'm, that's not between you, me, and God. That's between you and God. I don't, I don't mess with greed. I don't give it the time of day. It's like David didn't give a spirit of Jezebel the time of day. Just, just ignored it. Well, that's the same. We're going to slay giants in this room. And we're going to get to the places that God's ordained for us to be in and be in the right place at the right time as we obey the Lord. I can tell you that Hope Covenant Church is here as a result of obedience and sacrifice. But it started with obedience. It started with, yes, Lord. I wonder how many of you God is attempting to talk to you where you need to give him a yes, Lord, but you're not making time for him to speak to you, to really hear the things of God, to even know what to yes, Lord, about. First Chronicles 4 Verse 9 to 11, and we read this last week, there was a man named Jabez who is more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. I want to tell you this. Some of you are in a birthing process right now. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. And it's painful. And all you see is pain. And all God sees is obedience. Are we going to press through? Verse 10, he was the one who prayed to the God of Israel. Oh, that you would bless me and expand. Everybody say expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. I want to ask you, how many of you, instead of worrying about your situation, are asking God that he would grant you the request as you step out in obedience, God, would you do this? My attitude with Hope Covenant Church was this when I planted this church. In fact, um, Kristen and Patrick, not to, not to um, highlight you guys, but I was talking with them, and they were living up in New York in the moment, and I was kind of pitching them some things that we were doing, and there was the possibility that they might be able to move down here. I didn't know if they would or not. You know, they didn't know if they would or not. It was like the Lord had to open that door in order for them to do it, and God supernaturally did it because of obedience in the season, and it was amazing how it lined up, but God tested me and said, look, are you going to do this? I need a yes, sir, no matter what it looks like. Yes, sir, and we met in a hotel before COVID, pre-COVID. Some of you were there we met in that hotel and there were times there were five people out there and the and the whole time i'm dealing i would say to liz i hate this we would get in the car i close the door i say i hate this i hate this feeling that i have and one day i was driving home and i was tears were streaming out of my out of my eyes as i was having a pity party for myself and i said god i hate this and the lord said have i provided for you do you have any lack and i said no sir okay why don't you start celebrating what I've already done for you by faith, even though you don't see it, and maybe I'll do it. And I said, that's not the word I'm looking for. I thought you were going to be my comforter and my friend. Where are you at, my friend, my comforter? Where are you at right now? 
He said, I'm at a point where I want you to get to the end of yourself and completely give up and stop all striving. And when you do, I'll call, I'll breathe on this thing and you won't have to worry about a thing. Well, we did that in December. And then in January, we're sitting in Carabas and we meet a family that's here this morning that supernaturally was the, actually the first actual sign and wonder that I saw. What's interesting is the head of that household knew it was God, and I knew it was God. We both knew it was the Lord, and it scared me, and I've shared this story before. I wasn't even in a good mood, but how many of you know we've got to get over our moods and our flesh and what we're feeling and get into the presence of the Lord? Listen, you were designed to feel. I'm not, I'm not saying don't feel. I'm saying take authority over your feelings in moments where you know it's flesh. I worded that better than you amen, but that's okay. God determines our blessing, and, and when we walk in obedience, he determines our response to the very blessing that he gave us. Do you know that the things that the Lord gives you, he still owns them? You're stewarded them, but when God blesses you, even the blessing belongs to the Lord. So we need to ask God, Lord, this is the portion of what you've given me. Now, what do you want me to do with this? You're blessing me. How do I respond to this? He is the Lord over our blessings. Amen? Amen? You go, well, I haven't seen the blessing yet. Are you waiting to be obedient till you receive the blessing? Or are you being obedient now and sacrificing now, knowing that God will see that and that he will bless you? We're going to hit on that a little bit more next week. Even our blessings aren't ours. They belong to the Lord when he is our Lord. And that's a question mark. Is he your Lord? Is he the one that you make time that he could whisper, do this, walk here, be here? When we were at South Park Mall and I got the word to do this church, I did not feel like being at the mall that day, but Liz wanted to go. And I heard the unction of the Holy Spirit say, just go and get over yourself. And then I got a prophetic word at Starbucks by somebody who stopped because God told them to give me a word. And that word was right on point. That word is, is prophetically lined up in so many areas, it's actually freaky to me. And God is giving some of you a word this morning. Wake up from your spiritual slumber. Wake up. You go, we need revival. You need an awakening. Because some of y'all, revival would be here and God would be right here rubbing your shoulders. You wouldn't know him if he slapped you in the face. Wake up. We need an awakening in this nation because the Lord is directing. He didn't stop directing. The Lord supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Some of y'all need to get home and just start singing, Jaira, you are enough. Some of y'all need to begin to declare that. I walked in this room yesterday. And I started singing that, Jara, you are enough. And I started declaring the things of God over this church. I started to declare, Lord, unless you build this church, I don't want to labor in vain. I don't want to do it. I don't want a marketing strategy. I just want you. That's what I want. Some of you need to get to a place where you're so desperate for God to show up in your life that nothing else will matter. A spirit of fear will try and come. You go, no, no, not today. Nah. Now, I'm not letting the flesh have its way because you know that a spirit of fear and flesh are connected. When you're not walking in the spirit and you're walking in the flesh, you're giving room for a spirit of fear. 
Which is why you need to cover yourself under the shadow of his anointing every day and say, Spirit, I need you. I God, I need you more now than ever before. I feel the Holy Spirit right now. Because God wants to take you places you can't access on your own. You go, I have a desire for more. Is that bad? No, as long as it's in accordance with his plan. I want to read this quote, and I'll read it again next week. But idolatry happens whenever we seek satisfaction outside of the will of God. I'm going to say that again. Idolatry happens whenever we seek satisfaction outside of the will of God. What does that mean? It means when you seek things that are outside of the will of God for your life, it will end up becoming an idol that will ultimately replace God if you're not careful. It becomes an idol. You end up worshiping your will instead of his will. You end up pursuing things that get you in trouble where you make wrong turns. So some of you, and I'm even sensing this this morning, that some of you are here and you're going, I'm kind of confused as to what's the will of God and what's my will. Let me ask you this. Are you asking God to open every door that can be opened and shut every door that needs to be shut? God, open every door that needs to be opened and shut every door that needs to be shut. You go ahead and you do it or I don't want it. You go, well, that's a dangerous prayer. It is. It is. Because what that will mean is there's some things that you'll see that he'll point to and you'll go, that's not what I was looking for. He goes, yeah, but check this out. I do give you the dreams and the desires of your heart. So if you desire this and it's of me, then wait on me and I'll do it. Or maybe it wasn't his desire at all. Where I was going with Hope Covenant Church, and I didn't say it before, is I said to the Lord at one point, I just said, and I actually prayed this in front of you. I said, God, if you don't care enough to bless this church, then I won't care either. And that wasn't an attitude. I mean, it was a little bit, actually. Never mind. I take that back. That was a lie. It was a straight up attitude. I was like, Lord, if you don't care enough to bless this church and grow it, I'm not going to care either. I'll just do something else. I'll move on. Some of you need to get to that place. Where you go, God, if you don't care enough to bless my business, then maybe I'm in the wrong business. Lord, if you don't care enough to expand this, then you know I'm not going to care either. And you end up taking the pressure off of your shoulders and you lay it at the feet of God and go, you need to show up or I don't want this. You go, is that a godly prayer? Well, heck yeah, it is. Because what you're saying is, Lord, I'm not doing this without you. I refuse to be a person who walks in my strength. I need you and you alone, or I don't want it. Do you know that in the end time that we're living in, I believe that's the only way to live. Only way to keep yourself on target. You go, are times going to get tough? You, you tell me, you go to the gas pump, are times tough? Go to the grocery store. I, I checked out at Food Line, okay? That's not exactly the most expensive of grocery stores. You know, it's not like Publix or Whole Foods or any of those. And I got my grocery bill, and I was like, what in the world is going on here? And I looked at that thing, and I, I, I thought to myself, oh, Lord, what is going on? And the Lord said, do you trust that I'm Jaira, that I'm your provider? Are you worried about this, or are you trusting on me? I said, I'm a little bit of both right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what to think when I look at this. I mean, I, Lord, I bought toilet paper, which, by the way, toilet paper is the new gold. I don't know if anybody's noticed that, but you, especially if you buy Charmin and the good stuff, it's like, good Lord. Like 18 bucks for like six rolls or seven or eight, 10 rolls, whatever it was. I don't know. But I looked and I went, my God, what is going on? 
And if you focus on the natural too much, you can easily end up in a place of fear. And I thought to myself, am I scared about toilet paper? Really? I mean, we got leaves out back. What am I really worried about? Uh, what am I really worried about? When, when, you, when you start to let your mind go crazy, it doesn't even make sense. And I started taking my thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Jesus said, Lord, I need you to move right now over whatever this is that you're dealing with in here. Why am I saying this? Because the Lord spoke to me on my way here that there are several of you in this room, if not all of you that are dealing with this. You might not be. I don't know. But if you're feeling the pressure, if you're feeling the squeeze, ask God, what are you trying to squeeze out of me in this moment? What is it that you're not? Because how many of you know when the rubber meets the road, the real you comes out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found the real me over the past few years of my life. And there are things that I've loved and things that I've hated. More that I've hated that God said, you need to change this. But here's the word of the Lord. He's expanding your territory, and he's going to do some things. If you'll push through this moment of pain and this moment of discomfort, he's going to take you to a place of rest as you trust in him to do what only he can do. You go, did I come to church for that word this morning? You came to church for that reminder that you need to walk by the spirit and not in the flesh and watch what God does. It's not, life is not supposed to be where you lack the joy of the Lord because of circumstances. And delayed obedience is disobedience. When God says it, that settles it. We need to go ahead and we need to do it. So I'm going to lean in over this week and next week, and it's just two weeks, but I'm going to lean in and want to establish some, some trust with you as I address some awkward things that God is saying to address. And the Lord has told me not to completely go there this morning. He, he wants me to just set the, set the, the, the sort of the, the path for this thing that we can, we can begin to ride in on this. But how many of you are at a place where, and, and let's, just, let's just all close our eyes this morning. How many of you are at a place where you're in some moments that are in front of you? You can, you can raise your hand on this one. I would appreciate it if you did. You've got some moments in front of you that it's like, this looks scary, but God's saying to do it, and I'm stepping out in faith right now. Anybody in that moment where God is, yeah, I, that's what I thought. Just, all right, every eye open, look at me. Just about every hand in this church went up. Just about every hand, and I knew that. I knew that before I got here. Here's the thing. If you're seeking knowledge before you're obedient, you need to cut that out. Seek obedience, and then the will of the Lord will be revealed to you. It does not work the other way around. I, I promise you it hasn't. In my own life, I'm telling you from experience on this one that every time I go, well, God, you do this, and then I'll do this. He goes, no, that's not the way it works. You step, and then I'll step. He Listen, and, and, and his timing I don't get because he always waits to the last minute. I go, Lord, are you a bit late on this one? He goes, I'm never late but I'm never early. Do you know why? Because he wants you to need him. He doesn't have needs. He has desires, and he desires that you would need him. If you don't need God, it's probably not big enough. And some of you are like, man, I'm, I'm living this right now. We're, we're, all, we're all living this moment where we're being stretched. Just look at the past two years. It's been interesting. 
And I don't understand it, but I understand that the ways of God are good. I understand that God is good when times are bad. And I understand that when times are good, God is good. But you know what? As a nation, we don't always do so well when things are great because we forget about God because we don't need him because stuff is more important. And we're going to dig into that next week. We're going to dig into the God of stuff, a spirit of mammon that has come over this nation that I believe God is trying to deal with right now. And those that are willing to listen and obey, he's going to respond and he's going to show up and he's going to show off. I really believe that. Liz, last night I walked into the room. Liz likes to fall asleep to movies. She had an end time movie on last night. I hate end time movies. I hate them with a passion. How many of you lived through the years where all we talked about was Jesus coming back and it was like you, you would get fearful of it? And it was like, okay, what's going on? Why am I dealing with a spirit of fear right now? And, you know, and I don't want you to be afraid, but you know what? There's a problem with that because we are supposed to be anticipating not being afraid of the return of the Lord. And as a church, we're actually supposed to be praying it in. And I don't want to not talk about it because it's in the Bible. So I'm, I have to talk about it because it's in the Bible. You're not supposed to be afraid of the return of the Lord. You're supposed to be stoked about it. But it was interesting because we started talking about it. And, you know, if you don't provoke yourself, we, I think the reason why we block that out so much is because it's inconvenient to think about everything changing. And now we're in eternal time and everything that we know is like unfamiliar. And sometimes we want to delay that and go, oh, I just want to enjoy this life. I just want like, like two more kids or I just want that bigger house or I just want. And that is what I want to address next week. Where are we really thinking kingdom and are we really in tune with the spirit of God and what the Bible says? Because we are living in the last days. We are. And we just got over, we did the Beatitudes series, and then we did the last week of Jesus where he talked a lot about his return and a lot about what we're supposed to be doing in the now. And now I want to focus on the end times and where we're at right now as a nation and what does God want from me right now that I need to respond to? What does God desire for me to do right in this moment? Again, God doesn't have needs. He has desires. Because God will, he'll, listen, he'll move on. He, he'll, okay, you don't want to respond. Okay, I'll move on. That's fine. But I can't, we can't afford as a church to not live under the hand and the protection and the covering of the Lord in this moment. You can't afford it. Which is why I present to you these opportunities right here. I'm not trying to manipulate anybody. I'm trying to expand territory and be obedient. And guys, uh, can I tell you my Achilles heel as a person is any kind of offerings or asking for money. I hate it. Yet it is exactly what God has had me doing for the past two years. The very thing that I hate the most is what God's had me doing. Because he's looking for your yes. And he's looking for you to get through the painful moments. That we can get to that verse. I'm going to read it again. It's so good. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And that's my prayer right now. Lord, in this moment of obedience, keep me from trouble and pain. I know that I'm experiencing some, but Lord, I know that your ways are better than mine. And as I step in in obedience, you're going to keep me from even more painful things that I don't even know what you're preserving me from. But I thank you that I'm in, when I'm in the right place at the right time walking in obedience, you're going to preserve me from things that I don't know that may be coming my way. 
And I pray right now protection over every person that's in this room. I thank you, Lord, that you're releasing protection over every person in this room. And I rebuke even the spirit of fear that would come against them. Am I turning in the wrong direction right now? Am I doing the wrong thing? I rebuke every lie and every counterfeit spirit that would try to come against truth in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for releasing truth in the name of Jesus over every person here. Now, I want to address this this morning before we leave, before we leave this moment. I want to address this, that if you're dealing with a spirit of fear and you, you have this thing where it's like, does God want me to do this? I'm afraid of missing it. I want to break that off of you right now in Jesus' name, that fear of missing it. That's what the Lord is showing me. That Some of you, you're so afraid of missing it that you're missing it. The fear of missing it will keep you from actually getting sometimes to the destination of the place that God wants because you're so afraid you can't hear his voice. And that's called a spirit of deception. And I bind that in Jesus' name. And I release freedom from that guilt and that condemnation. And I thank you, Lord, right now, with every eye closed, Lord, I thank you that you are clearly showing us how to navigate. And I break off a fear of, Lord, what if, what if I'm going left and you're saying right? I thank you, Lord, that we walk by faith and not by sight. And, Lord, we're stepping out by faith, trusting that you are navigating and directing. And if we need to make a course adjustment, that you just show us that. But I rebuke that guilt and that condemnation. And I thank you, God, for peace that goes beyond our ability to understand. Lord, you show us and you navigate and you expand our territory this year as we make a decision that we're going to be obedient. And I ask you, God, for increase. And I ask you, God, for a sound mind. Say this out loud. I rebuke every lie. I rebuke all fear. And I tell you to get off of me. And I thank you, Lord, that I will hear your voice yeah now here's what I want you to do if you're in a position where you need peace this morning and that fear of navigating wrong has been weighing over you I want you to just stand to your feet right where you are and as you stand out of obedience don't hesitate there's more of you that need to stand to your feet this morning I break that spirit of fear in the name of Jesus, and I say, go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. We will not tolerate, say it out loud, I will not tolerate you anymore. Get off of me in the name of Jesus. Some of you, I'm I'm even discerning right now that when I shouted at that spirit, you're going, why does he have to be so dramatic about this? Because you need to get in the face of that spirit and get angry enough that you won't let it go anymore. Yeah, go on. You've got a shout of praise. That was good. I'm not letting that spirit of fear anymore operate over my life. I just feel like the Lord is speaking to some of you right now. Just you and God. The satisfaction of the Lord. I just feel the Lord saying, I'm proud of you. There's, you need to hear this morning. You came here to hear this morning. I'm proud of you. 
is what God is saying. I'm proud of your pursuit. I'm proud of your obedience. You keep feeling like, I need to do more. I need to do more. I need to do more. The Lord says, this church is not getting anywhere in revival until we get the renewal and the satisfaction that we are in the right place at the right time. Some of you are so afraid to get into the depths of the presence of the Lord because you don't understand some of those places. And you need to get over the fear and begin to declare, I take authority over the fear of when I get into the presence of the Lord, he starts to expose things to me. And start celebrating those moments instead of fearing those moments. And make time. Worship team, everybody here, we need to make time to marinate in the presence of God that he would show us the things that he needs to reveal to us. Do not wait till Sunday morning. Because you need your daily dose of strength. You need your shot of Holy Spirit B12. You take vitamins, you drink coffee, drink the Holy Spirit. So every hand lifted, Father, I just declare this week that we would be led by your spirit. That we would get out, to those, get out of those places of intellect. Out of those places of our mind and into the place of your spirit. And I thank you, Lord, for your satisfaction and your encouragement of I'm proud of you. And I thank you, Lord, for your ordination this week, that we would be at the perfect place at the perfect time, that there would be divine appointments, that you would open up every door that needs to be opened and shut every door that needs to be shut. In the mighty name of Jesus, if you believe that, would you shout amen? Amen. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.